Hello. Welcome to ListCast. Where the best things in the world come to be judged. With your host, Adam Todd Brown. Hey, everybody. Welcome to ListCast. Yay, we haven't done... A list cast in a while, a couple months, I think. Well, we just did one an hour ago. Yeah, we just did one. <laughs> we haven't done a pair of list casts in a while. How's everyone doing? We I should introduce. I'm Adam Todd Brown. I should mention. I'm Travis fucking Clark. I'm Andrew Russell Sell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andy, what a lovely name you have! I love it when you say Russell. Russell. Because you were born during the autumn, and we heard the leaves rustling, the leaves and rustling. we were like, that has to be part of our Andy. And we're sorry the kids make fun of you for how it's spelled. Andy. Oh, I just thought you already had something ready to go, so I thought I'd look, give you your cue, and then I was going to go back to him. We oh. want to know the top five sister-wife mothers that you love. Oh, Rebecca? <laughs> Um, Rebecca's great. Oh, she's wonderful. Uh, Azathoth. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, she has no. been shunned. <laughs> uh, Leah, Rebecca. So it's Leah, Rebecca. Oh, right. And then there's just Leah. So there's Rebecca, Leah, Rebecca, and Leah. Rebecca, Leah. No, no. you know what? I actually don't like Leah, Rebecca, oh. now that I'm thinking about this. I, I keep, because Leah, Rebecca looks exactly sure, sure. like Julia Louis-Dreyfus. It, so it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I feel is like who you're I trying need. to turn this skit on us, Andy. Yeah, you know, it is the, it's the <laughs> hyper-specificity that is both commendable and exhausting. So we're obviously talking about the most influential cults today. On <laughs> yeah, cast. it's got to be what we're doing. Actually, no, we're talking about the most influential bands of the 2000s. Because I don't know if everyone knows this, but the three of us host a massively influential music podcast called Three dollar pod y'all hey <laughs> like a chump hey oh yeah from the song hey hey like a chump hey hey somebody should do something about this people are getting hurt down there hey <laughs> i did not know people were getting hurt down there you can't expect me to know that no from the stage that. except for the announcement i made Everyone should listen to $3 Pod to figure out exactly what the fuck we're talking about right now. It's a it, podcast about the history of Limp Biscuit, and, and boy, is it fun. Right. And the I really do wish we were doing best cults now, though. Right. That's honestly well, what best cults, be doing. Kind of. I've been pushing for a best serial killers episode, and people are just like, Ew. Well, just maybe find a different word besides best. Most attractive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Most successful. Uh, yeah. Can get it. Yeah. Uh, here are the top five serial killers that Most can, can get, get it. it. Yeah. Most effective Ted Bundy number killers. one every year. Most heroic serial killers. <laughs> serial killers who George right. W. Bush. <laughs> really, you like Junior. Uh, yeah, I'm more of a yeah, senior yeah. Well, man I'm interesting. myself. Interesting. I'm I'm a big legacy fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're talking about the most influential bands of the 2000s. I'll go through the list re- or the the rules really quick for anyone who is listening for the first time. Everyone here knows how this shit works. We brought five picks for the most influential band of the 2000s, and we're going to go through those picks one at a time and explain why we picked it, why we think. They belong on a list of the five most influential bands of the 2000s. So after we go through all our picks, that'll leave us with 15. That's way too many. That's way too many. So we take turns cutting two each. 
which takes us down to a list of nine. And we forgot to do, we didn't do the save ahead of time. So now we have to decide the first person who messages the word Nookie. Oh, I was going to say dank, but Nookie works. Yeah, let's do Nookie. All right. First person to message the word Nookie to us gets to do the save. And I don't know what kind of delay we're working with. So I'll say... Like a delay. Hey. Uh, Oh, Jeremy Catris got in there. He must have... Did it all for the... He did all of that just for the Nookie. Just for the Nookie. And I believe, yeah, Jennifer Fendelander is on the backup drug-free, so put the crack up. I'm going to say that every time Wow. Yeah, it's a Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. It sure is. I'm out of here. I'm out. No, you were into that. One of the most influential bands of the early 2000s. (laughs) Yeah, that gets me right into my first pick, Marky Mark and And the Funky Funky Bunch. Bunch. Sure. So, yeah, that's what we're doing. Most influential bands of the 2000s. This is going to be an interesting one. It is, because I hate my picks. I only have, I'm just listing all five. They're just all screamo bands from DC. Perfect. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like- Sorry, they're actually from Northern Virginia, not, you know. It's all the same. But the area. Only the names have changed. Every day, it seems we're wasting away. It's a Bon Jovi reference. Sure One is. of the most influential no. bands. Oh, the 2000s. That was... I got nothing. <laughs> I just sang that in rock band the other day. What? Yeah. So, who wants to get started? Andy does. Andy, you go first. You need to put yourself out there more. Just let them know who you really are. And if they don't like them, it's, if they don't like you, that's their loss. It's their fault. I have a question. When we talk about... And what's the criteria we're working with here? So, they a band is a group of musicians who okay, play thank together. You, thank you. I the early two thousands would be two thousand to two thousand. Yes. So, so the bands have, five, to, have ten, only been around in that time, or can they be from earlier? No, they can they, be. We're from, still just doing stuff from two thousands earlier because I think at least one or two of the bands on my list, their first album or two came out in the nineties. But yeah, yeah, I, right. I would I would say uh, my criteria, and this is just mine, was. Is this kind of when I got to know them, or is this when their gotcha. seminal work happened? And yeah, and you know, influential, they inspired other bands to do mm-hmm. similar things, stuff of that nature. Okay. Well, it's hard for me to go. I'm just going to say, just rattle off the top of my head, page 99. That's going to be my first. I have never heard of this I band. I do not know this band. Is this a screamo band from the Northern Virginia area? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, they, along with uh, Seisha and Orchid. In uh, other areas, uh, kind of helped sort of create Screamo in a way. Thanks, page they were sort 99. Of like the pioneers of it before it. What is the, And what? They, they just called it punk rock. They still called it punk rock, but yeah. like, they were like an eight member band, mostly doing crazy ass soundscapes. And eight. They Do they have a horn drummers. section? No. Okay, good. Two singers, two drummers. Uh, great band. I got a tattoo. It's from the liner notes of one of their albums. I did recognize um, that as the as being from the liner right. notes of a page. I believe it's <laughs> I believe it's the ninety ninth page of the yeah, yeah yeah really thick ah, liner notes. Good, yeah, good all their liner Jeremy. notes go to ninety nine pages. People don't realize that. Andy's next pick four hundred years. What's that? Mean? What? I don't. I don't know what's what, what's happening. What's ha- that? That's Jeremy Catris in the comments. By the way, yeah, it's a pan. Is it? Yeah. Is it one of your picks? No. Oh, <laughs> that would have been amazing if he called it. That'd be like the Babe Ruth, like pointing to the bleachers. No, you know? uh, trillion barnacle laps. However, okay. Wait, hold on, on hold on. I haven't even said one yet. I know. I'm kidding. A tr- trillion barnacle laps is not on my list. Oh, thank God, because it vision. sounded like you just threw a bunch of words at one another. You should actually write it all lowercase uh, and write the ninety nine out as words. I no hate hyphen. this band. Well, all, all one word. I've, all one word. I feel like this one's getting cut. Uh, yeah, no high. Okay, yeah, I hate yeah. this band. 
already. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, with that name, I don't know. They're but we'll so see. Good. Hmm. They basically, I mean, they inspired a lot of the bands that came after. In fact, like now there's this weird like screamo revival going on with bands like Touche Amore and Pianos Become the Teeth. And they're like all took from Page 99. And the thing is, Page 99 isn't just that one band with eight members. Like they, all the members of that band were in a bunch of other bands like um, Darkest Hour. Page 98. Darkest Hour. Page 97. (laughs) Darkest Hour, Pig Destroyer. Oh, Pig Destroyer, I've heard of. City of Caterpillar, Majority Rule. City of Caterpillar, that's Peoria, Illinois. That's where they were headquartered when I grew up. Okay, go on. Oh, Caterpillar, the... I get you now. <laughs> Got you. No, okay. Woo! Boom! Got you. Man, I nailed that reference. All right, who wants to go next? Do I guess I'll go next. Go next. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to do it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, uh, what to me just feels very 2000 exactly. Uh, yes, the Deftones. Ah, yes. Boy, did they inspire a lot of people to do. They sure did. Similar stuff. Similar, but not as good. Not as good. Even almost. The, even the Deftones so themselves not good. Yeah, the Deftones themselves never really topped the Deftones. <laughs> they kind of <laughs> white ponied and then just kept at it. In my opinion, so. But I think that they were a huge uh, turning point in where we were. Where so, they kind of showed you that you could be a rap rock band and not be Limp Biscuit. You know, like no. You, you have to be Limp Bizkit. Yeah, you can't. You can't be a rap rock because it's like th- it's a thing that's like this: rapping and rocking. <laughs> so, hold on. Is it like a rap and a rap and a rap rap rock? It's a rap, a rap, a rap. I fucked that up. <laughs> rapping and rocking and rocking and rapping. <laughs> oh, so many deep references to a podcast. Most of these people right. probably don't listen to. I'm a rapper. Listening to three. And I'm a rocking. I'm a rapping. Okay. And I'm a rock. We're good. We're good. <laughs> so the Deftones. The Deftones. <laughs> That's a good pick. I mean, it's no page ninety nine. It's it's definitely it, not. No, it really isn't because it, page ninety nine is good. I'd argue that at the time, the White Pony album by the Deftones was considered good by yeah, a great yeah, many people. Yeah, you're right. You're yes. right. Yeah. I think White Pony is still considered good by a lot of people. That was kind of when you mean we, you. Well, no, when we started the $3 pod, y'all, y'all podcast, one of the things that came up was a, there was a recent pitchfork review of White White Pony. Pony. They like went back and reviewed it and they gave it like fucking 9.3 or something crazy. Like people, like people have reevaluated that album. I still don't give a shit about the Deftones, but honestly. What did you say? I said they ought to reevaluate again, honestly. Well, you know, if I reevaluate, I've said this before. If Pitchfork is known for anything, it's for changing their opinion so that more people will click on their site. Yeah, that's true. So the Deftones, that's a good pick. I, for my first pick, let's all go with something that's going to get cut right away. Okay. I'm going to go with Interpol. You think that'll get cut right away? Yeah, maybe not. I don't think so. I think Interpol's a contender, honestly. Yeah, Interpol, that first album, uh, Turn On The Bright Lights, was, for years after that, every band was just kind of singing like yeah. Interpol. There were so many bands remember where she- I don't even remember the the words to any Interpol songs. I just remember Wait, a lot of- words to Interpol? <laughs> yeah, I feel like <laughs> there's, only, there's only vocal intention. <laughs> no, it's a different band. Oh, That's shit, a different yeah. band. No, it's the same band. 
because uh, Interpol talking about influential made a bunch of people go, and now we too do this, even though yeah. we used to be British street rappers. Yeah, remember she wants revenge. Yes, <laughs> they were like, couldn't have been more the other way, and they were like, oh, people like this, we yeah. can do that. Yeah, the, she wants revenge. Definitely heard that first Interpol yeah. album and was like, yep, that's what we're uh, doing. That's our from deal. now on. That's who we are. And I don't know that Interpol, like Interpol obviously has their own influences. Like they didn't yeah. just create no, that sound, no. but they brought it I heard back were... in the 2000s in a really great way. Yeah. I fu- those first few Interpol albums are fucking stellar. Now, did they tour with Scotland Yard or were they always kind of different? Because <laughs> Interpol is a No, I got it. <laughs> oh, I got it. <laughs> Yeah, remember when they did the the big uh, Monsters of Intelligence tour? Oh where my it was God! Interpol, yes. the FBI, MI6, right? But, all those great intelligence themed bands, and, and no one knew that CIA was headlining every night. Right? No right. one knew that it was a total secret. Right? They were, they yeah. were touring under I think they were called assumed, the, Mount, the yeah, Goats. Some, yeah, 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 the Goats or something. <laughs> something and like it was that. actually yeah. the CIA. Yeah, a lot of white people at those shows. You know, I know that's why I was into it. Yeah, it was really great. No, I fucking loved Interpol. That first Interpol album is, I think, one of the best albums of the 2000s. Is that the one with the red and black cover? Yeah. Uh, Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, the first song on that album, just, it's, I remember reading an interview with Horatio Sands. Oh, famously of Interpol. SNL. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he was like, that album reminds me of when New York was still dangerous. And I was like, yeah, on the one hand, yeah, but also, why are you pining for that? <laughs> don't you want to be able to just walk places and not get stabbed? Maybe know. not. Nah, man. Yeah. Not in Times Square. Nah, bro. You want to get stabbed yeah. in Times Square. Yeah, it's great. So, yeah, Interpol, that's my first pick. And well, I stand then, by it. God damn I, it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, The Strokes. Oh, shit. The Strokes, good friends of Ryan Adams, or they used to be until they had a a big falling out. I promised on the last episode I'm going to shoehorn in a Ryan Adams reference. Oh, fantastic. That's great. So there's that. But go on, The Strokes. Well, I mean, and I'm only saying this because I think that they were, I remember they kind of hit a little bit before Interpol as far as Oh, sure. And I think that in a way they kind of like, you know, got that... um, Go on, Andy. Andy, are you okay? No, I, my brain just <laughs> shut down. We noticed. I mean, I'm not even a huge Strokes fan. I just yeah, that's not, not what I hear when your doors close. <laughs> I just think- your dad listens to you masturbate, Andy. Go on. I didn't know if that was supposed to be my mother or my father, <laughs> so I wasn't sure how I was supposed to react. I'm your mother, father. <laughs> Why can't you love me? <laughs> Parental I- gender identity is a social construct. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, it is. Okay, go on. I feel like you're not. I feel like you're going in the wrong direction of that, though. So uh, the Strokes. Yeah, they just you know they're responsible for every band sounding like that. Right after that, yeah, they were. That was a really big revival, kind yeah. of for that sound. They were never my favorite band, but they're a respectable band. That first yeah. album's great. Yeah, first that first album is really good, Strokes yeah. album is great. Not to shoehorn in another Ryan Adams reference. Oh, but shoe away. One of the unreleased albums of his that people, because he's a very prolific writer and he's written like, he's got like 500 unreleased songs to his credit. 
and one of the unreleased albums of his that people really want to hear that he's never released is a all banjo cover of the strokes first album it's just him accompanying himself on banjo and it's uh apparently fantastic but he's never Uh, put it out and is it like done in earnest or is it done in tongue in cheek probably in earnest he he's ryan adams is good on a banjo not done it's not done in earnest it's done with earnest Ernest, jim Ernest, Barney, oh my god Ernest Ernest P. Worrell? Worrell yeah on the record hey yeah. Vern, it's me ryan adams doing the strokes yeah yeah, yeah that's, oh my my, god! that's the name of the album <laughs> that sounds so good i love that now i really want to hear that so uh yeah the strokes that's, that's good a, that's, that's a, a good, good pick one. That is a good pick. I, I should point out that uh, I picked a lot of bands that were contemporaries of the Biz Kit. Of course you did. On purpose. <laughs> These aren't necessarily... I mean, if it were just if I had my druthers, it would just be Queens of the Stone Age five times. That's all I would yeah, say yeah. over and over again. I hope you did put them on your list, at least. I didn't. Okay. But you know who I did put on my list? Who's that? System of a Down, everybody. Wake up! You wanted to! <laughs> That's why I put it on my list. Because I wanted so we to can do that. <laughs> no, because I wanted to. System. I like, I like system. I like the, at least the first two albums. Uh, the, the, was it the self-titled? Was the the first uh, and then Toxicity? Toxicity was early two thousands. Yeah, Toxicity yeah. was the yeah, second. But they had album. an album in ninety nine. Yeah, ninety eight or ninety nine. Something about yeah. spiders. Oh, yeah. <laughs> spiders. That album is great. There, I thought I thought the first couple albums were yeah. really good. I liked Ariel's a lot. That was a really good song. But Ariel's. I was also <laughs> like that. that. I sound just that like it. I nailed yeah, it. You said yeah, exactly I like searched nailed it for sure. I was at Ozfest one year, and System of a Down was on stage, and this girl who I did not know just like ended up standing next to me, and at one point she elbows me and goes. This is like seeing Led Zeppelin in their prime. No, okay. Like, no, it's mm. not. This no. is like seeing System of a Down at Ozfest right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much all this is like. Yeah. And she's telling her grandkids about that story now. <laughs> Literally her grandchildren. I also remember an interview with Noel Gallagher of Oasis. Oh. And he was talking about System of a Down. And he was like, as bad as they are, it's cool knowing I'm alive when the worst band ever is yes. in operation. <laughs> Anytime someone, oh, I wouldn't call them the worst. Band no, I ever. think they were. Yeah, they're an interesting band for sure. Yeah. Anytime, and I think they were influential. Absolutely, very much no, for sure. In the yeah. 2000s. yeah. Anytime though, someone starts with that. There was an interview with Noel Gallagher. I'm always on board because it's <laughs> always hilarious. Oh yeah, it's always amazing. And little fun fact for anybody: a little fun side thing you want to do when this podcast is over. Go on YouTube, find Noel Gallagher commenting on every Oasis video. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It's amazing. It's about 15 minutes long. Yeah. Is that guy got sausage legs? <laughs> the fuck is that? <laughs> it's just him trashing every Oasis video, yeah. and it's magic. I didn't like that fucking director. He's kind of a cunt. It was my idea to bury the drummer. <laughs> Oh, this this guy didn't want to tour anymore because he didn't want to be his girlfriend. And I was like, oh, you have a new girlfriend tonight, you pussy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he's great. Noel Gallagher is amazing. Yeah. And yeah, that is a thing people should go out and watch. But yeah, System of a Down. They were influential. There was a lot of that like stop and start, like kind of staccato mm-hmm. rhythm that they had to their music. A lot of that came a lot of after that. Braided goatees. Oh, yeah. So many braided goatees happened because of there System were a lot of, of those. Yeah. I could have done without that part. 
so yeah, System of Down. That's a good pick. For my next pick, uh, sorry for getting some representation on the oh, list. Oh, shit. But <laughs> I am going to- well, Excuse me. I picked the uh, the genocide band. I picked the uh, the Armenians who- uh, <laughs> That's a good yeah. one. <laughs> call them the genocide band. They got sued for like- uh, it's, a, it's not interesting. And that was their name before they picked the System of a Down was the Genocide Band. But my uh, second pick is a woman, not a band, oh, just shit. a woman named Missy Elliott. I believe her, her, her name is actually Misdemeanor. Missy Misdemeanor Elliott. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Can I mansplain Missy Elliott, please? <laughs> Who I was tempted to put Timbaland and Missy Elliott, but I actually think Missy Elliott was yeah, the but more you were really tempted to put Missy Elliott Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Who stabbed herself fashion. to death? Yeah, yes. stabbed herself yeah. to death with a big inflatable knife <laughs> <laughs> and bent Chris. her head all funny while doing. Yeah, it. yeah. Oh, yikes! <laughs> but, I feel bad for laughing now. No, oh, no, don't. Don't it's feel fine. bad. Yeah. It's your suggestion. It was your dark, dark suggestion. Yeah, I was just saying because the name Elliott and the name I'm done. <laughs> but Missy Elliott, especially in the early 2000s, she was all of pop in R&B music. There were there was her like she she operated on a different level than everyone else. Where when a new Missy Elliott album came out, yeah. it was like, oh, well, this is what R&B music is going to sound like for the next six years, because that's what Missy Elliott's doing. People just kind of followed her lead in the 2000s. And especially with, like, her and Timbaland did a lot of really good work together. But I think when they split and Timbaland started doing, like, Chris Cornell Chris albums Cornell and shit, scream, it was yeah. a total fucking nightmare. Whereas Missy Elliott always kind of, she knew what genre she worked in really well mm-hmm. and just hit on that in a, a really impressive oh, way. Oh, yeah. She did the the Lady Marmalade soundtrack, right? The Or the... Um, uh, what was the lady Moulin, Moulin Rouge? Moulin Rouge. That thing went everywhere. Yeah. Well, she was yeah. everywhere. I mean, she was you uh, and her and the songs hold up. Like if you go back and listen to any of those early 2000s mm-hmm. Missy Elliott's not like she's a bitch. That is such a great fucking song to this day. And there's nothing else that sounds like it. There were a lot of people who tried to replicate that sound yeah. and they just couldn't do it. So every like every 2000s album had Missy Elliott on it. Like she would just do a song on everyone's album because they wanted part of what she was doing. Yeah. And and it was her. Like she wrote the songs, she yeah. produced the songs. Yeah, on, uh, like she is a phenomenally talented musician. The Queens of the Stone Age rated R. There's a whole B-side that's just uh <laughs> Missy Elliott. <laughs> Doing backing tracks. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. It's rated, rated Missy. That's what it's called. Everyone go look that up. Yeah. It's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Uh, someone said, isn't this supposed to be bands, though? Come on. Like, <laughs> you know what the fuck we mean. Uh, and now- <laughs> Most Nan- influential <laughs> artists of the 2000s. Uh, and if I may- Nan- um, Aren't artists painters? Excuse me. May I say that Nanette is not really a comedy special? <laughs> I haven't watched oh. it. I don't give a fuck. It, it's, 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 are we being invaded not, right now? Yeah. It, I don't want to. Let's let's. All right, let's move on, Missy. <laughs> so yeah, we're talking. I was parent. I don't. Uh, that's not my point. No, no, no. I, I didn't like yeah. it either. Um, 
I think we're allowed to not like comedy specials. Are I'm we, though? I, are I don't we? know if Honestly, I'm, yeah, I sometimes yeah. wonder if are we? if we are allowed to not like or like some comedy I'm not specials. Allowed, I don't think I don't I just I'm just trying to not talk about anything. Yeah. Yeah, I me just too. Feel like if I have an opinion I one personally way or the other, I'm going to don't you know. like talking about comedy because I do comedy. I don't yeah. like and I don't I like talking. <laughs> yeah. I don't like talking to people. I was on a podcast with a, like with a with a <laughs> a lady uh, and we were discussing. Was it things. Missy Elliott? It was Missy Elliott. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's very charming, and she said something about like, "Oh, the the Jews have been persecuted for millions of years." And I said, "I questioned the millions. Millions is a right. long time." And then she goes, "Don't mansplain time to me." And I went, "I would no, you were wrong." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mansplaining. You were off by millions of years. Yeah. <laughs> millions of years. Since the time of the dinosaurs. <laughs> dinosaurs are like, there aren't Jews yet, but I don't like them. All right. So that's my pick, Missy Elliott. That's a good pick. It's a good that's pick. a good pick. <laughs> good pick. What do we got next? Missy Elliott, not a comedy special. I want to put that out there. It's not a comedy special. Uh, who was going first again? It's a, uh, Yandy. What All is, right. What are we talking about now? What's your next band? Your I next forgot what we were 2000s, talking about. 2000s. Bands of the 2000s. Most influential, influential. bands of the 2000s. What is your pick? Man, I don't fucking... There's a German band called Ketkar that I liked a lot. Um, what? What? How do you spell Ketkar? I'm kidding. We're not, I'm not... <laughs> that's not for real. Okay. Would we say The Roots... Because they, they've the been roots. around since the late 80s, but I feel like it was... 99 is when things fall apart. Yeah, their out, first album was like their first official album came out in like '96 or something. Yeah, so yeah, and 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 things fall apart was '99, and that was kind of like. But then after that, it was like, you know, you had um, was the what was the album after that? Phrenology. Um, I don't remember, but Phrenology was all over the place, like yeah. that. Well, the thing about the Roots, if we're talking influential, like they're the first. They weren't the first band to incorporate live instrumentation. Yeah. They're the first band that got that it got right. successful doing it, or yeah. or that got it. Like there was a band called the Brand New Heavies, yeah, mm-hmm. and they did a rap album in the early nineties. Well, and the it's early nineties had that a lot good. of like live jazz with hip hop right. fusion going on, like us three, us three. And, um, but a lot of bitty, it, bitty bop. A, my problem with it was it was a lot of those bands going. All right, well, we're just still going to play jazz and you adapt your thing yeah. to what we're doing. Whereas the roots were like, we're going to make rap songs. Mm. And it's like they went back to the root of what they were. <sighs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I think you just changed everything. <laughs> I think I did. That comment <laughs> changes everything. everything. Because, well, but I also think that that was a thing that they had already done by the 2000s. But I feel like right. in the 2000s is when it, because I don't know if I don't know if we're talking about their their influence was like largely late 90s maybe, but I mean they're still, you know, they were st- still making records that were like. Right. Are you arguing in against yourself on this? I part? am. Okay. Well, I I'm th- trying to say. I if think I, we agreed that it's it's a perfectly ac- acceptable pick. I think the Roots is a great pick. Yeah. All right, I'm sticking with it. All right, The Roots. Because it was either going to be The Roots or... Uh, no, it's The Roots. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm going to stay on brand and just go Queen to the Stone Age. I have to say Queen to the Stone Age because if I don't, I'm not being true to myself. I also... You have to say Queen to the Stone Age. Uh, you have to say it in your life. Uh, 
what is it? Something like 2,600 times per day? Or you I melt. do. If I don't, if I do melt. not say Queens of the Stone Age, and I can't even say just the, the abbreviation of Quatsa, I have to say Queens of the Stone Age 2,633 times a day. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Or I turn into, um, nope. <laughs> 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 I, 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 my brain offered me a thing to say and I straight up rejected it. <laughs> I, I think like, I yes-anded you too hard there. No, I but think it is. was it was like someone held up the cue card, and I looked at it, and the cue card said Armenian Genocide, and I said, no, don't do it. Don't say that. Yeah, uh, but you're yeah. the one writing the cue card. I know, but I didn't like the cue card. <laughs> I waved it off. I said, no. Gotcha. Queens of the Stone Age. Yep, I picked them. That is a fantastic pick. Uh, it's my favorite band in the world. They were they were really influential in the 2000s. Especially, I mean, so going with uh, Andy's uh, query and logic that he brought up earlier, yes, they were around before, but Rated R and specifically Songs for the Deaf was what really catapulted them and changed that kind of brand of rock and roll in the uh, 2000s. Yeah, Rated R was – that was – Late, late nineties though. Two thousand. Like, very two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Their, their first solo record was ninety eight, then uh rated R two thousand, and then uh oh three Songs for the Deaf. I could keep going chronologically. Songs for yeah. the Deaf is pretty fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good pick. I like that a lot. My oh, next... two. Oh, two with Songs for the Deaf. So sorry. Oh so, so sorry. Fucking A. So Travis. so so sorry. I can't trust a word out of your mouth. So so sorry. We'll issue a retraction on the next episode. I'd like to apologize. I don't think that's good enough, honestly. Yeah. yeah we might just have to. I'm sorry. Travis isn't going to be a part of the network anymore. <laughs> Guys, I, um, you know what? I respect your decision. I understand. I understand I'm damaged goods right now. Yeah. And if you need some yeah. distance from me, <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> what a new situation for this network to be in. Oh, I don't get it. <laughs> And that's why you're still yeah. here. And uh, actually, Andy, that is why you're here. <laughs> Literally, in some cases. Oh, this just got sad, and no one knows why. It's what you get. We're making a lot of deep LA comedy references Super for people deep. right now. Yeah. Can I put Joan of Arc on my on the list? Were they a '90s band? I think I have to do my pick next. Yes, you do. All right, I am. I'm going to go. A little obscure with this one, uh, a, a, an act, an artist a oh. lot of people might not be familiar with, and that is Jay-Z. I'm sorry, can you say it again? J, uh-huh. J-A-Y. Oh. oh, so it's written out. It's not just the letter J. Right, it's oh, J-A-Y. You would, you would expect a hyphen. Right. No? No hyphen. Oh, he eliminated okay. that in the mid-2000s. Okay. He I wasn't from... even expecting a hyphen. I was expecting a period. Mm. Oh, yeah. And then, and then what, what, say it again, the whole name? J. Uh-huh. Z. Is it Z E E, right? No, but there was a real estate agent in Sioux Falls, South Dakota named Jay Z, <laughs> and it was Z E A. And I was like, how does he not sell every fucking house he lists? That's immediately who I want working with me is real estate agent Jay Z. But no, Jay Z, he obviously started earlier than the 2000s. He sure did. But his. He was kind of influential. Like, Reasonable Doubt was a really good album. People like the Hard Knock Life album right. a lot. Then his third album. I mean, Gwen Stefani. Uh, I'm sorry. That's no doubt. That's, uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's wrong. The His third album was trash. But he in... 
here's the thing. He played with a band, right? Didn't he do like a, he brought like a live band with him. First. He did a really, really good MTV Unplugged That's with The Roots. Oh, shit. And then did a live mashup album with uh, Linkin Park, which was, yeah. uh. But in the early 2000s, let me see if I can remember what day the blueprint came out. Oh, yeah. September 11th, 2001. <laughs> That's what everyone remembers. Same day, by the yeah. way, that Slayer's God Hates Us All came out. Sure. And Bob Dylan's Love and Theft. And I think the Coup's party music was supposed to yes. come out that day as well. Yeah. I want to say that that is what most people associate with that day. It's all all of those albums. We yeah. Just I, I definitely yeah. associate it with the re- release of God Hates Us All. Yeah. When I wake up on 9-11 every year, I'm like, oh, shit, it's Blueprint Day. <laughs> every every year at 9 a.m., 9-11, I, and put, I put on... War zone. All right. War zone. <laughs> I, uh, this is where it's going down. I've going always, down is right. I've always said that uh, 9-11 was an inside Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Thank you. That's good. Thanks so much. But yeah, Jay-Z, he basically set the tone for what, I mean, kind of along <laughs> with along with Nas a little bit, but Jay-Z sort of there was that like Nas and Wu Tang and Notorious Big were kind of was Mace, early nineties. Did Mace hang out with Jay Z? Is that yeah, different? Yeah, he was a Puff Daddy. Uh, oh, Puff yeah, Daddy. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. But Jay Z also he was one of the first to really take the business side of rap music and just fucking run with yeah. it. There yeah, were a he lot was of people. The Stringer who, Bell of uh, he yeah. absolutely was, and I get that reference. <laughs> <laughs> There were a lot of rappers. It's actually a problematic reference now that I think about Wh- it. Why? I don't know. <laughs> oh, because it references a British man trying to play an American. I get it. It's a hundred percent problem. It's appropriation. <laughs> but Jay Z, I mean, he's gonna go down as one of the greatest rappers of all time, possibly the greatest. Doesn't write his rhymes down. What? Just, he listens to the song. There's a few rappers like that. Lil Wayne doesn't write his I can believe down. that. That makes yeah. sense. That checks out. But Jay-Z will just keep listening to the song over and over until he has it written in his head and can just go in well, then the st- studio and knock it out. Oh, then how does he tour? What do you mean? I mean, after his body of work is so deep now. How does he remember all He just it? rehearses, I'm assuming. And oh, okay. Practice. You practice, Travis. Cue cards. There's cue cards. People yeah, yeah. Him. Each fucking line, yeah. someone, like that Bob Dylan. I was thinking more like the NXS. <laughs> <laughs> it all works. It all comes together. But yeah, Jay Z. Yeah, I, I considered pick. like Eminem, maybe. Nah, I think. But I think, as far as the two thousand, like Jay Z is going to probably be mayor of New York someday. Like he is massively influential, and whenever he comes out. And does like a new trick with his out, like when he like released his album to Samsung phones first, and like people just do that shit after him. Mm-hmm. Like if he does a thing, rappers started fucking retiring after Jay Z, yeah. and then coming back. I fucking love Jay Z. Yeah, I, th- I think he really set the tone for what rap was in the two thousands, and still kind of does. Uh, Four forty four was a fucking phenomenal album. The dude, shout out to Jay's. Did I say it right? Jays? Jays. Jays? Jizzy. Jizzy. <laughs> the Jizza. <laughs> the, the, yeah. the, wait, that's Jizz, a different... Yeah. I feel like I feel like we have to name them now. <laughs> the Jizza? The yeah. Old Dirty yeah. If you don't name them seven days later, seven chambers later, they come for you. <laughs> so... H-O-D. Man. That is my pick. Who was also in The Wire. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes he I hated his character in The Wire. The Chiefs. Yeah, we I talked hated about cheese. this. I think, right? The Chiefs like stands alone. Couldn't fuck with it. Uh, so yeah, Jay Z. Nice. Good pick. That is my pick. Yandy, back to you. Is it really my it's turn? It's your turn again, Mud. God Hates Us All is a great album. Um, okay, wait, wait. Rum for breakfast says, I think Jay-Z's best talent is recognizing good talent and linking up with the best oh. people to work with. I disagree. Jay-Z as an artist, especially as a rapper, is there is almost no one better. He is good. And I don't think he's that great at recognizing talent. Like, Memphis Bleak is fine. I mean, I like, know when like he, these when they're he fine, thought- but they don't like get with the exception of Kanye West, who produced a lot of the yeah. Blueprint album, who we'll talk about a little later, probably. I mean, and he was wrong about me being a great new talent when he took me under his wing. And oh, Landy, I remember <laughs> that. I remember when you were with that black fella, Andy. Landy, everybody gonna do his rap games and his raps and his rap and his rap and his rap. Rapping wow. and rocking. Rock. Yep. I did a hippity hop and now it's a rock. A hip hip hop. How about that rock? <laughs> right? Is that what you did? Little Andy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's A N space D. Right. No, Bo- it was L it was L apo- capital L apostrophe capital L A N D Y. I thought it was Lil Apostrophe A N dash D E E. Why? It used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D-E-E-E with a line over the three E's to show that they were just repeating. And people would just call you Little Land Dizzy, which I thought was weird. I I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah. Andy, what's your next pick? Little Neurotic, they called him. (laughs) Funny you should mention that. My next pick is Neurosis. No, it's not. Hey! Uh, They've been around way before the 2000s. It's not. It's ISIS. Uh, Not the band. The 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 organization. organization. Yes! You should pick ISIS. Um, I thought about putting Cave In on. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Tim Kinsella. Who? <laughs> Tim Kinsella, uh, that everyone knows. Of the band Cap and Jazz How do you uh, spell from the that? 90s, but then the bands Joan of Arc, American Football, uh, which Tim Kinsella yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah, in, yeah, but yeah. his brother Am I spelling Owls. it right? Is it? Yep, that's exactly how you spell it. Tim hey, Kinsella. nailed it. And basically, just as an overarching thing for all of the projects that he was involved in, it basically uh, created Midwestern Emo. Thank God. I got to say. So the thing about Screamo and Emo and the stuff that I listen to, Screamo and Emo. Is this what it's like when I talk? And (laughs) Baron Zemo. And Baron Zemo? He's a Captain America character. Oh, nothing. I was very confused. You used to watch Captain Captain Caveman. Captain Caveman. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But... So you get what these things come from, but then they became something stupid. Like most emo is, yeah, misogynist, juvenile garbage. What? But that's not what no, I. No, Andy's right being. about that. I thought it was like my feelings. Yeah, but exactly. Of, yeah. But it was like my feelings, you bitch. Basically, oh, if I didn't, this is how most of it was. <laughs> but like the the Kinsella stuff, the the early Midwestern emo that started really in the '90s, but then became a thing later on with uh, Joan of Arc and Owls and such. All right. I'm done talking. <laughs> you seem way into you that pick. Super into it. I'm really into that pick. I should have just yeah. Okay. I uh, I'm gonna take a page off of uh, Andy's. page 99. I'm gonna take it 99 pages off of Andy. <laughs> By the way, I know these are both going. <laughs> right. Well, uh, no, I'm, I'm gonna pick one that's for sure going, but that I I'm I'm kind of new to the game with these guys uh, in terms of understanding their influence. So I'm gonna say floor. 
which is oh, uh, nice. floor, floor, spelled nice. just like the thing that is underneath us. They are really influential in the sludgy, sludge gaze mm-hmm. kind of vibe. And the guy, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. He's really influential because he invented a tuning that he calls the bomb string, where yeah. it's not tuned to anything. It just goes... <laughs> And they tuned so fucking Struggling low that even corn would be like, I don't understand. Someone nice. help me. I don't, I don't understand what's happening. It's but, driving me nuts that yeah, I can't remember. Brian something, right? Or is that the guy from Russian Circles? There's well, like that, little, there is Bri- Brian from there is a Brian in Russian Circles. Right. There. But there's and is there a Brian in Torch slash floor too? Because Torch is also the side project of the, but now the main project. I mean, Floor is also another band that's been around since the nineties. I know, but they kind of had the their big moment with Pelican and Isis and Floor. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, their, yeah, all of those bands, all the Hydra Head stuff, yes. really. Yeah, this we is why Andy put, and I are friends. Instead of <laughs> instead of instead of listing Floor as a band here, you should just put Hydra Head Records. I, I wanted to say Floor just because I think their tuning alone was influential yeah. and more influential than I think its credit. So that's why I picked them. All right, floor. That's a pick. It is a pick. It's not going to make it. I don't expect <laughs> it to win. But I uh, sometimes, sometimes our job is to just talk. That is most mostly yeah. all our our job is. All right. So my next pick. Yeah, I might as well just get it out of the way. So another thing too is the bands I'm picking: Page Ninety Nine, Tim Kinsella. I mean, not so much the Strokes or the Roots, but like those are. Things that like maybe not all, everybody knew about in the early 2000s, but they definitely have an influence on a lot of the music that people listen to right. now. Yeah. Sorry. You don't have to. You don't have I don't to know why I'm apologizing. Don't apologize to me. Andy, Andy. you always do Andy. this. You know what? You just, it's okay to have opinions. I'm sorry that I'm sorry. You slam that cup down. You drank way too much Baja I, Blast, you young know, man. I, I really did. <laughs> you are Baja Blasted right oh now. Oh my God. Bro, I got so Baja blasted Bro, the other night. I, I should played not like eight have, games of God of War in a row. I should not have driven, but I did. <laughs> By that I mean I like was the one piloting the computer. Oh, this is so much fun. Um, all right. Fugazi was not big in the two uh, thousands. No, uh, they put out the argument. They put out the argument, one, and then they left, which was a great record. Great but yeah, record. then they broke up like yeah. immediately after. All right, my next pick is. Kanye motherfucking West. Oh, I thought you were going somewhere else with that when you said Kanye. I thought you were going to go Kanye East. Someone else, not Kanye West. Kanye Lewis. <laughs> oh! You know the one. Yes. Gossett Jr. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kanye Gossett Jr. <laughs> is so good. Kanye Kinsella. But here's the thing. Kanye West, I know we're not happy with his politics right now. Were but, we ever? Uh, yeah, I don't think we ever were. <laughs> yeah, I guess I never really knew his politics. Well, no, he had that moment where he was like, George Bush doesn't, doesn't care, care about, about black people. people. Yeah, that was that's And I think awesome. we were all yeah. on board with yeah, that. we were all on board with except that. Except Mike, Mike Myers. Myers did not yeah. seem thrilled about it. <laughs> did you ever see the skit they did on SNL Yeah, where he that? was like, I was... Uh, and Jay, uh, yeah. and yeah. Kanye West is just blowing him off while they're having this. Yeah. Mike Myers was like, yeah, I, uh, I got deported. I yeah. can't work right. in the United States <laughs> I, uh, anymore. And uh, Kanye West is just like, yeah, I got to get... I have to get out here and host yeah. SNL He's right like, cool, now. it's good to see you. Good to see you. Things have been really weird since I last saw you. <laughs> but Kanye West, this is almost like a dual pick for me. Jay-Z and Kanye West. I feel like when it comes to rap music, I think in terms of lyrics and delivery, I think Jay-Z 
was the most influential in the 2000s. In terms of production, production though, though, it yeah. was absolutely it was Kanye. Kanye West. There was a point where Kanye West had at least one song on every fucking album. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, he he didn't just... Like, he produced a lot of the Blueprint. He produced all his early albums, which are a lot of them really great. And then he did stuff like 808s and Heartbreak, which was... That was like, his first... Not kind of, a good album, but it was... But that's what kind of broke him, good right? good cuts, you know? Isn't that what made him kind of a superstar? No. No, his gra- first album Yeah, his was first album pretty was huge. already. And then, but then like, Graduation, like... Yeah. Fucking half the songs on that were in movies or on t- commercials. Yeah, or, you know, Jesus walks. I think Jesus walks was the first Kanye song where I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, yeah this guy fucking gets it." And I mean, I know his like social media presence and his personal life is a fucking circus. Yeah, but production wise, I think Kanye West has been kind of the standard bearer since then. I think since the early two thousands. And continuing on to now, I think he still really sets trends when it comes to what music is good. Every every album only has seven songs right now. Why? Because, because that's the bare minimum to be nominated for a Grammy. Well, there's that. <laughs> that's the, the exact reason he does it. But it's also like he doesn't just do it. Now there's all like Nas's new album only has seven songs. The yeah. Pusha T album only has seven songs. So people still, when Kanye does something, they follow it and they do it themselves. And that's why it's so worrying to me that he's uh, a Trump supporter now yeah. because Kanye West is massively fucking influential outside of music also. But when you're talking production and not just rap music, rap and R&B music, I think Kanye West really uh, is the most influential in the 2000s. I would, I would, uh, as someone who only knows him peripherally, I would uh, agree because he is that influential that I that's not in my wheelhouse, and I'm familiar with him. Yeah, he's he is uh, he's a household name for is, better or worse. So this is my last pick, right? Is uh, it uh, in life? <laughs> this is it, Andy. Make it count. This is all you got left. Well, it's just interesting because like I've wasted. I'm like page ninety nine. Tim can sell it. Like here's the shit I was into. Instead of being like, well, obviously, like Destiny's Child maybe was probably an influence. Just I did in think the of putting Beyonce, Beyonce on the list, but I think she got um, she was more 2010s yeah. is when she really finally came into her own. Started change <laughs> when she started changing the yeah. game yeah. as opposed to just being. I mean, a so that like things were one way. Things before. were one way. <laughs> then, Motherfucker. And then Beyonce happened, and, and then, then everything, everything changed. changed. Everything. Everything. Everything changed, Andy. Andy, nothing. Andy, Andy. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me just let me get this correct here. Things were one way. One That's way. Correct. correct. They All were right. one way. One way. And then, or another. And then there was Beyonce. There was sort of an inciting there was incident Beyonce. that and was then there a Beyonce. A Beyonce. Yes. <laughs> and then there was. Uh, things were a, a different way after the after, after the Beyonce yeah. yeah. gotcha. okay. yeah. after the Beyonce all right cool that's the name of my next album yeah. by the way Beyonce Beyonce <laughs> Beyonce at Loch Ness or uh, I like that, ah. I like that. reference Beyonce five Beyonce people will get Loch West <laughs> huh huh that was f- that f- was faint faint yeah it's a faint yeah. air the horn. faint that's my next pick no I I don't know I mean because I kind of want to say Bright Eyes actually. Because of the 
that singer song. Oh, I stuff. just realized you actually haven't picked yet. But okay. I also <laughs> no 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 I haven't. But I also want to say uh, Lightning Bolt, and I also want to say Godspeed You Black Emperor, oh. and I wanna, also want to say there was another one like in my head a second ago that I forgot. I'm oh, gonna say I love Godspeed. them. They're uh, uh, one <laughs> I'm gonna in say my head. <laughs> well, there was one in my head a second ago, and I forgot. Is a post-hardcore band. Uh, I mean, you could say arcade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could say arcade fire. I had arcade say, fire on one of my lists. What uh, are you saying? Godspeed, no. you Black Emperor. Because <laughs> honestly, they're like they're like the post-rock standard. Oh, and, the, and post-rock got so huge in the 2000s. <laughs> okay, what are you gonna say? I will take my Neurosis. next pick, which I am going to call. Nope, I'm going to call an audible. I would say these guys are more, in, they are influenced by Godspeed, but are more influential than Godspeed. This will destroy you? No. Explosions in the explosions sky. Explosions in the sky, everybody. Oh. But I think that without Godspeed, you don't have explosions in the but sky. But without, without explosions in the sky, you don't have Friday Night Lights, and people love that shit. I love Friday Night Lights. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't have Friday Night Lights without explosions in the sky? Yeah, they do the theme song. They do like yeah, most of the music. So yeah. you think someone besides that, some diehard football fan was listening to Explosions in the Sky from and was the, like, they're from, "I have to write a TV show." They're about They're from football. Texas. Well, they're friends with Peter yeah. Berg, right? Yeah. Aren't they? Yeah. or something like that. They're an all instrumental band, right? Yeah, yeah but they I'm out. Yeah, they're, that, they're it's like so that post rock thing, like Godspeed. Well, so is Godspeed. Yeah, and yeah, I'm out on that pick too. Oh, man. <laughs> Man. So are we already on to Travis's pick? Yeah, I'm picking Explosions in the Sky. <laughs> oh, okay. Just to be contrarian to Godspeed, you black And I'm changing mine to Erica Badu. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I'm changing mine to the Blues Brothers 2000 soundtrack. <laughs> tell, tell the people about Explosions in the Sky. Explosions in the Sky are an all, mostly, I mean, it's mostly guitars, right? I mean, there's a drummer, but. There's like three guitarists in Explosions or just two? I don't know. Okay. It, it's, uh, I've never seen them. Uh, it's an all-instrumental band. Uh, they work big on dynamics. It's a lot of crescendos. It's a lot of building. And in early 2000s, I would just drive around with my at-the-time girlfriend, now wife, and just be sad listening to soundscapes in the car. Uh, Sounds fun. Yeah. It, it was apparently very bonding because we're married now. So uh, Explosions in the Sky... Uh, their f- big record is uh, uh, First Breath After a after a Coma. <laughs> is that right? Is that a song? I think, I think that's the song. Yeah, that's yeah. the song. Yeah, they're fantastic. They're really, really good. I can also understand the critique of this all sounds the same uh, because it's all just very 10-minute long things that go ding, 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 ding. Yeah, like you had the white stripes on your list at one point. I did point. at one point. I did. And now they're nowhere they're on nowhere your list. They're nowhere to be found. But explosions in the sky Explosions is. in the sky because of this guy, because of Andy. Well, then I should have just said lightning bolt or something or white stripes. Well, I want to pick twice now because I feel like two bands – that they're very be, similar need to be on this well then list. should i just say the white stripes and you can <laughs> remove explosions no you should sky? have <laughs> i mean the white stripes are hugely influential oh yeah huge yeah they were the reason there were so many bands all right so you say members. white stripes i say black keys we get rid of both of those. <laughs> <laughs> but i was gonna say xo or xx the xx that's the what xx yeah. oh yeah yeah shit that's later oh, in i was the gonna 2000s. say the dead boy and the elephant man what that was another two-person. I right. was going to say the Evens, which was <laughs> Ian Mackay of Fugazi's two-person band. All right. So last pick, 
I guess the white stripes aren't making it because I am going to go with Modest Mouse. Interesting choice. I fucking loved Modest Mouse. <laughs> I love Modest Mouse. But I'm not, I'm not going to pick them. I was at the concert where Isaac Brock, mid-song, pulled out a knife and just sliced his stomach. That's not very modest or mousy. Yeah, it was, yeah. but it was fun to watch. Cool. Uh, so I'm going to go with Radiohead. Oh! Because here's yeah. the thing, Radiohead they they started earlier in the '90s and but like Kid A was 2000. Yeah, yeah, Kid A was or was it earlier? Than it that? was either right at the end of '99 right. or early 2000. But talk about a band that really influenced people in the 2000s. There were so many albums that wanted to sound like Kid A. Like Radiohead yeah. changed how rock music Absolutely. sounded. For a long time in mm-hmm. the 2000s. A lot of yeah. records sounded like ghosts having an orgasm right. after Kid A came out. And it was... I should have said Ani DeFranco since we're talking about <laughs> people that like had a million imitators. Well, that's what in- influential means. Do you not know what influential yeah. means? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I just... it's uh, Yeah, I, it occurred... Never mind. But not I didn't that was the, that was in the uh, early 90s. That's uh, that's Yeah, uh, but they Nirvana. were... But she... Oh, okay. <laughs> And it wasn't just Kid A, which was a hugely influential album, but also in Rainbows. They were the first yeah. band within Rainbows yeah. to just well, be like, "Hey, what? Pay whatever you want." It's also, go go Harvey find it Danger wherever you want. Did that? Okay, Harvey Danger with Little by Little, yeah. And that's probably why no one paid him for it because it was Harvey Danger. That's a. Those are people. I know. Oh, okay. I but they're it. a great band. Oh no! no, no, no. Okay. But Radiohead, fine. Radiohead really popularized it. I don't no, know. No, I think they no, were the first to do me, I, Jesus I, Christ. I think Andy's right. Harvey Danger, much more influential than Radiohead, <laughs> for sure. I do think Harvey Danger did it first, but I also think it wasn't as big a deal when I they did it. I don't think they did. I think you're wrong. I'm pretty sure they did it in I like feel 2000... Like- one or two or something with Little by Little. I'm trying to... Oh, who knows? But with In Rainbows, Radiohead, they basically... That was a time when every album was getting leaked online right. a month before yeah. it came out. And what Radiohead did was figure out how to monetize internet piracy. They were like, fine, if you don't want a physical copy of this that looks really nice, just buy it right now. And if, you, if you're if you going to steal it, steal it from us. And if you want to pay us something for it, pay something for it. And man, was In Rainbows the best $1 album I have oh, ever fucking heard. dollar. You went... You I went. think I maybe gave him five, but I was like... I feel like Jonah from One Line Drawing did that before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he did. Uh, <laughs> in fact, my I'm changing my pick now to One Line Drawing, to oh, jo- Jonah's One Line Drawing. But yeah, Radiohead, they're... And their music was influential in Very the 2000s. Much. Still is. Yeah, still is to an extent. Like, I feel like they've waned a little bit. Go and try and buy a Fender Starcaster. Okay. That's a guitar. Go that- try and buy a Radiohead concert ticket. Oh, good point. Yeah. So what Harvey Danger did was they released it in 2005 for free on their BitTorrent. That's not the so same not thing. The same I think thing. that was just you, thing. Andy. I think and the, the only smashing. Bit, yeah. Pumpkins did that before them. Then, <laughs> yeah. well, no, because uh, Machina too. They only released. They put it oh, out. Right, they sent yeah. twenty five copies on vinyl to radio stations, and then they were like, "Just pirate it from there. We don't, we don't want to sell it. I want to go do cat magazines and wrestling and be on." You're Info thinking Wars. of he's thinking of Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel did uh, it first. Yes, yeah. 
That makes more yeah. sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's our list. Now we need to start okay. cutting some shit. Well, I can for sure tell you. Who's going to cut first? Andy, you should cut yeah, first. You cut first. Andy, Andy, first cut. Andy. Andy. Andy, cut it. Here's the thing. All of our picks are wrong, and all of Adam's picks are right. <laughs> that's how the show works. Yeah, have you never done one of these? I have done them. Okay. Did you do one before? <laughs> I got you like here? how I defended that? <laughs> I have done them. Not anything else to say. I'm going to cut. God, I don't want to cut Deftones because as much as I want to cut them, I also agree with them why they're there. Fuck it. I want to cut Deftones. Okay. Wow. Wow. I, I, I Deftones feel like. Deftones are cut. All right. So, see ya. What if I just cut all of my own? I, that's really the better choice. It's happened but, before. Yeah. All right. Okay. What do you cut, Nandy? Or uh, Travis. Travis. Uh, you know what? Never mind. Put Deftones back. I'm going to cut Explosions in the Sky. Jesus Christ. This happened last episode, too. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Explosions in the Sky is right. the cut. Bye, Explosions in the Sky. No one's going to save you, which I think is actually the name of <laughs> Explosions <laughs> in the Sky. Record. No, that's actually a Paper Chase song. <laughs> okay. Uh, by the way, I'm going to change mine to Paper Chase. Let <laughs> oh put the Paper God. Chase on that. That's a can capital I, A and then another capital A. Can I cut Andy? <laughs> um. Just because I don't think they can win, I'm going to cut page 99, but I'm going to check them out in uh, in real life. All right. Yeah, you should. IRL is what we call that. That's true. URL. TRL. <laughs> oh, my God. Carson Daly should have been all of our picks for the most influential. <laughs> I'm going to cut... I'm going to cut Tim Kinsella... Or no, I'm gonna cut floor. Because oh, I don't nobody knows who floor is. That's not gonna win. I, I'd say pe- more people know who floor is than Tim Kinsella, but that's fair. Yeah, but no more people know the style of music that Tim Kinsella basically it's fine. created. That's fine. Uh actually. The bomb string is very influential. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking to defend anything that I have on there. You should cut something. Yeah, oh, is it my turn to cut yeah. again? What if I just cut Missy Elliott? It was just like no women on this list. <laughs> Be very on brand. <laughs> oh, God. I hate Queens of the Stone Age. I'm going to cut. Um, I really don't like them. What? Yeah, I don't know what it is. No, it's because that guy's an asshole. No, he's uh, not. I'm going to cut. He kicked a photographer no, in the face. He... I'm going to cut. Um, I'm going to cut. Uh, fuck. I don't fuck wanna, did not I don't make this cut list. Although they were a very influential band. List. Fuck made a lot of great albums in the 2000s. Very good. You really bummed Travis out with all your Queens of the Stone Age. I know. Hey, he is very sad now. It's okay. Travis and I talk about music all the time. (laughs) He should be used to me having opinions that are indefensible. Who are you cutting, Andy? I'm going to cut Godspeed You Black Emperor. That's (laughs) your own pick. (laughs) Oh, he just, uh, oof. All right. Cannibalized, huh? Yeah. I felt bad about cutting yours, so I thought, well, let's get both of the post-rock bands off of there. All right. Well, then I feel bad, but I got to cut Tim Kinsella. But he's not going to win, Andy. (laughs) He's not going to win. Nothing I ever put on these lists is going to win. You have to have a strategy of someone else has heard of it. My my (laughs) only strategy when I come on ListCast, honestly, is to talk about things that maybe people don't know about to get them to check out things that are... Yeah. No, I mean, I, I do that with some picks, but, and see, now we have a really strong list Yeah, that I, 
Eh, I'm going to cut System of a Down. Fair enough. Yeah. I just think of the people left on the list. Man, they now are... we only have like one, like, you know. Who do you have on there? The Strokes? On there. Were you the Strokes? The Strokes are me. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. the Roots are me. All the, right. The Strokes is a strong contender for Jeremy oh, Catris. What right. is your save? <laughs> just pick something. <laughs> Not surprised. Okay, I'm going to defend this orphanage thing to you again, <laughs> sir, or ma'am, or non-conforming. Devil's Backbone and Orphanage are both from the same country, and Devil's Backbone was my pick over the orphanage. I feel like I missed something. It's also a better movie. Was this was this the one you did earlier? This was the one we did earlier okay. about best ghost movies, and that, Andy went on this real oh, like kind okay. of deportation thing where he's I did okay kicking no every that's not what Spanish language movie off the list. It's just funny to hear something. I was like, wow, I haven't heard Andy mention any of this. I know I tune him out sometimes. <laughs> I really don't remember this at all. Oh, my God. The save from Jeremy Catris. Oh, God Godspeed! Godspeed, oh! you black emperor. Oh, that's amazing. That is pretty amazing. That's fantastic. All right. I mean, they so, are the only uh, group in this list that was on the 28 Days Later soundtrack, right? I think. No, 28 Days Later is all John Murphy. There was a guy. Okay. This, the, but the song... Uh, there's a, the song when he's singing the, the city is empty. That's a Godspeed You Black Emperor song. No, you're thinking of uh, you're thinking of um, of Granddaddy when they're going through the. <laughs> I mean, yes, there is a yeah, great Granddaddy a, yeah. song. There no, there too. is. Yeah, AM AM one eighty. Yeah, that's a great do, song. Do, 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 yeah. do, do. Okay. Oh my god, how did I not put Granddaddy on my list? I don't know. I didn't put Bright Eyes on my list. How yeah, talk I about. Why did I not pit? Bright Eyes over I don't, Tim Kinsella. I I thought you were going to because I of, fucking I mean, love Bright Saddle Eyes. Creek Records alone. Yeah, you know what but I mean? talk about some stuff that almost made your list. While Granddaddy I, uh, put this pull together. Oh my god, Granddaddy should have been on my list. I fucking that's all I did in the two thousands was like fucking listen to Granddaddy. <laughs> that's all I did. Uh, so Granddaddy should have been on my list. White Stripes should have been on my list. The Hives should have been on my list. Yeah. Uh, gorillas. I should have put gorillas on. Gorillas yeah, would have been a I, actually, yeah. I, I'm surprised nobody had gorillas. Yeah, gorillas were. I mean, they changed everything. <laughs> everything. everything. They were really like changed it. They changed did. They were like, after. hey, what if we were a cartoon band and like when you buy our CD, it unlocks shit online. Like, let's give you a reason to actually mm-hmm. have our product. So kind of like what. Uh, um, Radiohead stole from Jonah of One Line Drawing. Yeah. Um, uh, what was Jonah's last name? God, I don't remember. Yeah, it's like Jonah Marigold or Mag. Ma- Ma- eh. He was in Far. Far yeah, should have been Far on my was a list. Great band, yeah. yeah. Um, and his solo project was called One Line Drawing, and it's and incredible. New End Originals, which was a re-spelling of One Line Drawing to yeah. make it a band. Um, I had Everlast on my on my on <laughs> yeah, my you list. Did. You had Stained on your list. At I one did point. because it's been a while. <laughs> because I wanted to talk about Aaron Lewis's current fucking musical career. That ain't country. But then he was like, I'm a country boy. And here's Charlie Daniels to tell you why whites are better. I can't believe either of them aren't dead yet. I can't either. All right. I Yeah, I was going to have Lightning Bolt, not just because of the two-piece <laughs> thing, but because like the, it like, really yelling. opened up the, the, the psych element that then got Worked into a lot of, uh, you know, the psych rock and psych metal bands. Yeah. Um, psych so I metal. So I had Lightning Bolt on there at one point. I had... Um, 
I mean, I had I had a whole mess of like stoner rock bands that I'm like, I'll, only I know these. Oh, did you have Earthless? I did. I had <laughs> <laughs> Dude, fucking Earthless shreds, dude. Isn't that their? We should. That's their. That's their. Um. That's their like Twitter thing. It's like Earthless shreds. Oh really? I think I like, we should do a special episode of Listcast where you two put together a list and people just have to find one band <laughs> yeah. that, they've, that, they've that they of. agree with and have heard <laughs> of that they've heard of they're like what no i think travis and yeah. i should just make up a bunch of band names and then put them in with bands we actually both listen to oh yeah and see if anyone can pick out the fake band names yeah for Micah, i loved for oh my god mid- remember for Micah in the 90s yeah they oh, were did. they were everywhere they were <laughs> All right, wow. we're gonna let the poll. The poll is up. I just put a link in the comments. Uh, they're kind of flat. It's gonna be up for <laughs> yeah, three minutes. They were a little industrial <laughs> for Micah. Oh man! <laughs> Wait, how did we not mention Nine Inch Nails yeah. on any of this? I mean, that was nineties. Were they that influential into in the two thousands? I mean, he scored the freaking Social Network. Yeah, he oh, did yeah, some I really suppose. interesting shit. Oh my god, Deftones already has six votes. That's nuts. Uh, Jay Z in the early. Uh, oh no, Radiohead, Radiohead. fucking murdering. I mean, if if you want to vote for Queens of the Stone Age, that that's cool. They're not doing bad. They're not doing bad. They're going to make the top five. That's None cool. of us vote in this new this new. Oh, system. we don't get a vote at all. No, we used to when we did the thing publicly. But now you would all have to like go in and do a whole thing, and it's a whole process. I'm gonna say it's going to come down to Strokes and Radiohead. Although, no, maybe Jay-Z. I think Jay-Z is a strong contender. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised Kanye West isn't doing better I think so a, far. I, well, <laughs> Kanye's doing fine. <laughs> I'm not worried about Kanye. I'm kind of worried about Are Kanye. You? Yeah. Just from a mental standpoint. Sure. Which is actually kind of shitty of me. I'm just saying, oh my God, you disagree with my politics? You're insane. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not just he's disagreeing with your politics. And like yeah. all that shit with, with Kim Kardashian and um Trump. The the West Foundation yeah. in Chicago was really fucked up. Yeah, it was. What she did. Oh my god, and wait. The way, and- she went to the West Wing, you guys. <laughs> oh shit. Oh. You ever think about that? She went to the West Wing! Oh, Mark, she did go to the West Wing. I got to think that I'm probably the first person to ever say that. Hit the thing again. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Things were one way, but now they're another because of the West Wing. I agree. Uh, influential television series, The West Wing. Mm-hmm. I never watched it. I never watched it. Strokes was a watered-down Velvet Underground. No. Okay, where the fuck does Strokes that come from? was a repurposed... Tom Petty. Yeah, Tom Petty. Well, yeah. yeah, that last night was just American, it's American Girl. Girl. Ad- mm-hmm. Admittedly. Oh, yeah. Bed. Yeah. Yeah. And here comes the people hating Radiohead. I know that's yeah, to be expected. That's uh, what were yeah. you saying about the Gorillas? I am bummed that the White Stripes did not make this list. I left them off mine because Travis picked them. And then, um, is the only Unpops host that I know that likes Gorillas. Oh. Hmm. I love gorillas. Yeah, I mean, I think they're fine. I've just never. I'm not. Oh, that like first a, record's amazing. It's. Yeah. I like gorillas. I think. I just. I think they're fine. Yeah. I just. I don't like buy their albums and like. I'm not. Are you? Are you a blurhead? 
Not really. I was an Oasis guy. That's yeah. like the Nirvana Guns N' Roses of sure. well, I was, England. I was I can, you can't like blur and Oasis. I was, when it comes I to those Britpop bands, I was cast. I was cast Verve. Was my fan. Oh, nice. Yeah. We all had Verve. different Britpop The Verve bands. was pretty good. And and Oasis had a song dedicated to Richard Ashcroft. Cast, cast No, no Shadow. Shadow. Uh, I right. agree Missy, Missy Elliott should, should be, be doing, doing better. better. So... That was Jennifer Fendelander who said that. Oh, we are over three minutes, so it's time to refresh. Refresh. I'm gonna say and uh, decide. Yeah, I'm what's our prediction? Radiohead's gonna drake, take it. I I think Radiohead's Radiohead. gonna drake it. How come Drake's not on the list? <laughs> um, That's actually 20s, not 2010s. A, yeah, it? if it was 2010s, Drake would totally uh, be okay. on the list. Right. Yeah, I thought he had a thing before. I mean, sure he did, but so did a lot of play- people. <laughs> I know, but I thought I don't know what I'm saying. I nailed it. Is it Radiohead? Oh man, none of mine got anything. Yeah, Radiohead. Radiohead takes it. Is number one. What's number two? I think Queens is number two. No, Jay Z. Jay Z is number two. Queens of the Stone Age, Queens number three. The Bronze. The Bronze is actually a song by Queens of the Stone Age. And then Missy. Missy Elliott, number four. four. And the is it the Strokes, strokes. number five? Yep, Strokes, strokes beat out Kanye five. West. That's I just right. want to say the fact that I made the Bronze and a Queens of the Stone Age joke is. Uh, it all comes oh, together for me. Of, um, they have a song called The Bronze. Because you're the third best person in the room right now. Uh, barely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know who the best person in the room is. It's 100% and you. And it's this guy. Once oh. again, Once again taking trophy. home my own trophy. Oh, that's crazy. I honestly thought that was like a fucking Infinity War thing when we came. I thought that was the Thanos gauntlet. You should put some jewels okay, on that Okay, well, thing. first off, there's no, yeah, there's no Infinity Stones in it right now. Also, I, but secondly. there was, okay, it, but that was reflecting off of it, <laughs> so it looked like there were multicolored things but on it. But it does have yeah. fingernails. How weird is that? that That's is a detail weird. I don't think we needed. But, uh, yeah, so and I what, keep, do you, like, sit on that? How does I that keep, work? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. You can stick it up your yeah. Yeah! Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> so I retain the thumbs up trophy once again this week. If one of us had won it. Could we take it? Like, could we leave I got a whole it? box of them. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah, Can yeah. Can I yeah. see it though? I just want to see it. I'm curious about it. Wow. Thumbs up. I thought you were going to take it and break it, which would have been the funniest move. Oh, that would have been good. The minute I said, oh, I have a box yeah. of them. <laughs> just, yeah, he's, it's just one of those you, days. You were just giving him something to break. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those days. Yeah. And I felt like he was going to be like, well, how about your fucking face? And I didn't want it to <laughs> yeah. come to that. Yeah. So I gave him this thumbs up trophy. Because he can always tear your ass raw with a chainsaw. He packs a chainsaw. I pack a chainsaw. Yeah. I pack it. He packs it. He's I, not like yeah. a chainsaw. Yeah, I'm not. He packs it. I don't unpack it. I just pack it. I make it safe, <laughs> and I take it places. <laughs> just for people. The tear in your ass raw. Yeah. Weirdly enough, completely yeah, separate from the, the chainsaw. Problem is, the problem is too much fiber in my diet, and so I'm constantly oh, sure. wiping, and it's just very yeah. raw, very yeah. raw. So this was a fun episode, was it? I had fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. What do we have to plug before we get out of here besides patreon.com slash unpops where you can sign up for? Uh, we have so much going on now. We're doing four bonus episodes a week. What? We are up to 60 episodes a month that we release. 15 episodes Jesus a week. Christ. And for $5, a lot of that shit's free, but for $5 a month, you get all of our podcasts in one RSS feed, Booyah. which is really easy. You don't have to go out and subscribe all over the internet. And you get... Four bonus episodes a week. Jesus. I think it's m- like more like 4.25. So you put out a quarter of an episode. Well, we do 17 bonus episodes a month. I understand. So that's four, four a week plus a week where there's five a week. 
or something like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. We got it. We understand. I don't know numbers. Uh, so go out and listen to that. And also, if you subscribe, you get to watch ListCast live as live. we record it, and you get to vote yeah. on the pick. So and if you get to watch Andy be uncomfortable the whole time. I am rarely comfortable. Andy <laughs> takes this very seriously. It does. It's, it's Except for with his picks. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the part. Yeah, fair. Andy, what do you have to plug? Do you want to plug anything, Andy? I'm on, uh, what's the name of that show? The West Wing. I'm on The West Wing. Oh, nice. This, uh, that's fantastic. Uh, that's, a, that's a hell of a get. I don't know. I said in the last one, it's called Friendship Buddies or something. It's uh, <laughs> or something. <laughs> it's a great show. It's at Glass Elp, uh, It's at uh, Verdugo Bar in Glass Elp Park on the 22nd, 8 p.m. I'm on that show. Whenever the next We Still Like You is, it should be um, maybe the 28th of July. But it's a Saturday in East Hollywood. Um, yeah, and at some point, cool school. <laughs> We have a podcast leaving the network soon, so yeah. there's an opening. Oh, I need. Did they get voted off the island? No, she's just got. She does multiple podcasts on the network, and she's trying to free up time. All right. Well, yeah. Go to school right. whenever that happens. Uh, About five weeks from now, when that hole opens up in the, my heart. Well, that too, but also <laughs> the lineup where I'll need to. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Replace it. Uh, I uh, am apparently doing my non. Unpops podcast again, which is news to me. Uh, so you can check out Quick Question. We're having uh, guest Ross Golan on. Ross Golan has written basically every hit song for the last 10 years. He has a podcast called um, The Writer Is. Uh, we're going to talk to him about all kinds of shit. He's, oh, it's a uh, podcast you have guests on, huh? Yeah. Oh, nice. I would. I don't know if there's any good podcast guests in the room, but if we like, if you ever wanted to have anyone on. I mean, maybe this is an off mic conversation. Yeah, I mean, I just, uh, no, I feel like this is good, right? This now. is good. Right. Can I get this close to? Hey yeah. guys, can Let's I be in get here? On here? So, uh, oh, yeah. We're also gonna have Barack Obama on. No, you're not. You yes, are, are not. Swear to God. We Wait, are. really? Yeah. No, you're not. I swear to God, we are. We're no, having Barack not. Obama. I swear to God. No, you're not. Okay. That's uh, that's pretty cool. Hey, can you tell him? Can you get him on on Pops? Yeah, can uh, I'll you, talk to him. I'll see I want to interview him about what his favorite horror movie is. <laughs> Did you say horror or whore? Horror. Oh, okay. I want to interview him about his favorite horror movie. Okay, you do that. I want to ask him yeah. what his favorite horror movie is. All right. This was fun. It was fun. Should we get the fuck out of here? Sure. Yeah, why not? I got and more. I got to get more Taco Bell. Andy, yeah. say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Travis, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. <laughs>